0: Blaze Radio Network. And now, chewing the fat with Jeff Fisher. So we now know the cause of death for Matthew Perry. He died from the acute effects of ketamine, a drug that is used to treat depression, and it's also, you know, a recreational drug. Uh, the Los Angeles County Medical Examiner's office released the toxicology report concluding Perry had taken ketamine infusion therapy for depression and anxiety a week and a half before his death. The ketamine in his system at the time of his death, however, could not be from that infusion therapy since ketamine's half-life is three to four hours or less. So... This ketamine in Perry's system caused both cardiovascular overstimulation and respiratory depression. No evidence of alcohol, methamphetamine, cocaine, cocaine, heroin, PCP, or fentanyl. The contributory factors in Perry's death included drowning, coronary artery disease, burenferine effects. Uh, burenferine is used to wean addicts off opioids. What's interesting, of course, is that Perry had been undergoing ketamine infusion therapy every other day for some time. Six months before he passed, a new doctor decided Perry was doing well enough that he didn't need the treatment that often. Uh Uh-huh. So, there's no information on how long he was, you know, what was the how frequently he was getting the ketamine infusion therapy in the months before he died. But he apparently needed was self-medicating with some other Uh, Ketamine uh, infusion therapy You know, like somebody else's ketamine He also uh, smoked two packs of cigarettes a day Had COPD, emphysema, and diabetes So, according to the medical examiner's report uh, And interviews, Perry was clean and sober For 19 months Remember, he was found unresponsive in in his jacuzzi After playing a couple hours of pickleball uh went home sent his due person out to get something and then she came back and found him in the hot tub so i mean he was self-medicating with the ketamine the doctor was wrong i'm guessing and deciding that the ketamine infusion therapy he didn't need it as much as he was getting it and then he decided that yeah okay whatever you say i'm gonna do it myself so there you have it uh very sad but uh, not a surprise that uh, Matthew was self-medicating and tried to take care of himself, and uh, you know he was—I guess he was doing the best he could. Uh, you know, still smoking, still having other uh, dietary issues, but he wasn't using drugs anymore. Ah, oh, Jeff, it was ketamine, I know, but he wasn't using—you know—alcohol, methamphetamine, cocaine, heroin, PCP, or fentanyl. So, just let it go. Welcome, welcome to chewing the fat. <laughs> So, you know, we mentioned uh, last week where uh, Mark Zuckerberg, the head of Meta, uh, Mr. Facebook, uh, had uh, sold stock for $185 million. Well, now we know what he needed the money for. He is building a Hawaii compound, apparently at least $100 million for this compound, complete with an underground bunker and its own food and energy sources in a secret project i guess we know about it so it's not secret anymore he's trying to conceal his doomsday preparations he has a complex called the Kula ranch k-o-o-l-a-u ranch is already partially constructed and is shaping out to be one of the most expensive personal construction projects in modern history okay uh the compound on uh, Kauai Island will consist I think it's Kauai Island K-A-U-A-I Island will consist of more than a dozen buildings with two central mansions that will be connected by a tunnel that leads to a 5,000 square foot underground shelter with an escape hatch accessible via ladder okay I hope there's more than one escape hatch because if somebody comes in uh, the main escape hatch there's no other way out right you gotta have some kind of secret way out you have to. If you remember if you watch the show I told you to watch zero uh, zero zero. the main Italian gangster who's in his underground bunker has a special escape hatch. Uh, that uh, he uses to get out of there because the main hatch to the underground bunker was breached. So I'm just saying you need an extra way out. You have to. The property will house at least 30 bedrooms and 30 bathrooms because, I mean, you can never have too many bathrooms. Am I right? And will also feature uh, dottings of guest houses, a group of 11 disc-shaped tree houses joined together by rope bridges... (laughs) <laughs> that sounds like fun. The subterranean bunker will hold a living space and mechanical room and feature an apparent blast-resistant concrete and steel door. Wow. Uh, he spent $170 million to purchase the land to build his ranch, which he and his wife and kids view as their family home. Now, I just want to be clear. Before we read any more about this, this is in Hawaii. Okay? I don't understand why we're building a bunker in Hawaii. It's an island. I mean, it could be underwater in a heartbeat. And I feel like the bunker is not going to do you any good underwater. Hey, I could be wrong. Maybe he has a submarine attached to it so that if it goes underwater, you're good to go. Other exits and entrances throughout the compound's buildings will have doors and keypads, locks, soundproofing. The library will feature a secret uh, door... According to the construction documents, cameras are already everywhere. According to one worker, and the plans show that one smaller ranch building has more than 20 cameras alone. Uh, he's planning for some sort of apocalypse, according to some of the people doing this story. Uh, there, you know, we're getting special reports from the builders and construction workers. Um, it's supposed to be self-sufficient. A water tank, 55 feet in diameter, 18 feet tall along with the pump system, will be housed on the property. Existing ranching and agriculture on the 1,400 acres already provide food sources. He has built a six-foot wall around the compound and has contracted workers, no matter their level of involvement, to sign NDAs regarding their work on the property. Yeah, so how are we getting this information? He has spent $170 million, yeah, to purchase the land. We know that. Uh, Meta did not immediately uh return. But yeah, no kidding. He's not going to comment on that. So good luck, Mark. Have fun. I'm glad you could do it. Good for you. We all want our bunker, we all want to be able to uh, be safe. I just find it interesting that we're building this 5,000 square foot underground shelter with an escape hatch and uh we're not i guess you know we have to look at some of the plans and uh take a look and see if there actually is a secret other way out because there has to be otherwise uh you're screwed and uh we can't have that can we mark you know i talked about this this morning uh on the uh, daily mojo i was over there uh doing a little bit of uh their show the uh Morning. What what the hell is the name of the show? I don't know. Morning Mojo, realdailymojo.com. This go <laughs> Mojo50realdailymojo.com, something like that. Uh, Brad and Ron do their morning show and I'm I'm over there uh, you know, working with them this morning. Anyway, I talked about the story and it still irks me, okay? It just irks me. So this lady buys a vase at a thrift store a goodwill store for three dollars and 99 cents then as she finds out she buys it for 3.99 thinking that it might be worth i don't know one or two thousand dollars but come to find out it's worth over a hundred thousand dollars why doesn't this happen to me so this lady jessica Vincent, who was shopping at the local goodwill in virginia with her partner noticed something and caught her eye a stunning glass vase with swirling translucent red and sea foam green pattern in perfect condition while she knew she had to have it she didn't know it what it was worth and she said there was nobody in the aisle and i picked it up and i couldn't believe that it was glass like solid glass not painted and it was really beautiful up close. In my mind, I thought, you know, maybe it was worth 1000 or $2,000. I knew it was good, but I didn't know it was like the master work that is. So she went ahead and found collectors on Facebook and directed uh, several auctioneers, including the Wright Auction House. And Wright Auction House specialists visited Vincent to see the piece in person to make an offer. After careful consideration, Vincent sold the vase for $107,000. Why does this not happen to me again, I ask. Now, she wasn't out looking at a thrift store for anything for her. She was out looking for something to make some money on. It says here she raises polo ponies, so she's already got a little cash. It's not cheap to raise polo ponies, okay? And so she was something she said early in the interview. I just had to have it. Uh Uh-huh. I just had to have it. And it was something I really wanted until they offered me $107,000. And then I was like, yeah, go ahead. You can have it. It's yours. Look how beautiful it is. I know. It's gorgeous, isn't it? Go ahead and take it. No problem. (laughs) So the vase is from some renowned Italian architect, uh, Carlo Scarpa. You know him. You love him. Uh, The glass itself is relatively simple. It follows the technique Scarpa invented of apply brush strokes of color to create this painted-like surface during the billowing process. It's also a testament to his idea that a vase can be elevated to become a work of art. So it really is referencing fine art as it's painted with these brush strokes while the glass is hot and being blown, so it's pretty special. In the Italian glass world, Scarpa glass is sort of considered to be the very best. It's its own collecting field in and of itself. Again, I want to ask, why does this not happen to me? There's a small chip on the vase. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. It said it, even if there was a small chip on the vase, it would make it less uh, worth less than 10000 But there was no chip. It was just sent to goodwill. Incredible. It wasn't chipped or damaged. I mean, that's darn lucky. I've purchased a lot of things from Goodwill and uh, I have not purchased that. So, congratulations to uh, Miss Vincent for the find of the year at Goodwill in Virginia $399 for $107,000. Pretty good deal. All right, let's go to the break room. I need something cold to drink desperately. Okay, be sure to follow me on my social media accounts uh, at JeffyJFR on Twitter, Jeff Fisher Radio on Facebook and Instagram, YouTube, Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. You can email the show anytime, Fat at And you can always order a cameo with, uh, you know, that's not free. It's at JeffyJFR on cameo. Just tell me whether you want me to be happy, glad, sad, mad, mean, whether you want me to wish somebody happy birthday or wish someone, tell someone to take a hike. Uh, just uh, order it on Cameo at JeffyJFR and uh, then uh, I do the Cameo and then uh, Cameo gets the money and sends me a cut that's the way it works Okay, so you can do that at any time as well you know it's December 18th which this day sticks in my head because it's my first wife's birthday and uh, just every time I see December 18th I think of her Uh, so that funny line men don't remember dates yeah we do we remember them doesn't mean they stick with us or we, we try to forget them but we, we do remember them uh, anyway it was going to be off this week and I'm just sitting here I got up and I did Mojo 50 this morning and I thought you know what I might as well do a show and say hello to you so thank you for subscribing to Chewing the Fat if you're listening to this and you are not a subscriber what are you doing with your life uh, make sure you become a subscriber you're freeloading nobody likes a freeloader okay everybody likes free stuff nobody likes a freeloader so become a subscriber, and then once you're a subscriber, then you got to follow you know a lot of rules. But the only the main rule that you have to follow is that when asked any time, uh, hey, what are you listening to? Your answer has to be chewing the fat with Jeff Fisher. Okay, so I know you're going to listen to more stuff. Everybody does. I appreciate it. But uh, you know if you have headphones in or you're somewhere and somebody says, hey, what are you listening to? Your answer as a subscriber to Chewing the Fat has to be Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. And uh, that, those are just the rules. That's the rules of the show. So I'm just letting you know the rules. I see where uh, Taylor Swift, you know where you love her. Uh, you know, she's. we see her at all the Kansas City Chiefs games now, or most of them. She was definitely there yesterday. And, uh, I, and they won. Uh, congratulations to the Kansas City Chiefs, although they were not in Kansas City. They were... In New England, and that's where the family and Taylor was. But I see now that uh, Taylor has used the equivalent of the energy used by 17 houses in one year, or the electricity use of 26.9 homes for one year. This is according to Greenhouse Gas Equivalencies Calculators, and I love the Greenhouse Gas Equivalencies Calculator. And that's because she's used her jet. (laughs) Uh, Based on statistics tracked by Taylor Swift's jet, did I say jet? I mean jets, plural. Uh, She has produced 138 tons of CO2 emission to date. Uh, She would need to plant 2,282 trees and allow those to grow for 10 years in order to offset the environmental damage caused by her flights now i want to be clear i don't believe that and uh that she can fly anywhere she wants she has the money she has the planes she can do whatever the hell she wants now she's purchased it says in this story that she's purchased carbon offsets this was before her concert tours uh one of her spokespeople said that uh before the tour kicked off in march of 2023 that taylor had purchased more than double the carbon credits needed to offset all tour travel (laughs) okay and they also said that she's working to lessen her jets carbon emissions by traveling less frequently than in previous years plus sometimes she lets people use her jets so it isn't just her (laughs) <laughs> oh oh okay now apparently she's moved in temporarily to travis's uh kansas city house uh, so she's been staying there i mean i don't know how she can do it travis has got some six million dollar dump that he's got in kansas city that's definitely not uh what taylor is used to living in but you know love does silly things we we don't see things we should see when we're all in love she's got two jets uh, she has her Falcon 7X jet on jaunts that she uses around the world. And she also has her uh, N621MM under Island Jet, Inc., the Desalt Falcon 900. Oh, wait. Okay, no, 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 no. The Desalt Falcon 7X is the N621MM un- under the Island Jet, Inc., and the Desalt Falcon 900 is registered as N898TS under uh, SATA LLFC anyway they're both tied to Taylor Swift Productions in Nashville Tennessee and so she's number one in the pollution rankings I was looking at the list I, honestly, to be fair I really don't care I just love that these people telling us how uh, we are they're purchasing carbon offsets okay stop it uh, so Taylor's number one she's at on 170 flights 8,293 tons of CO2 Floyd Mayweather is number two, 177 flights, 7,076 tons of CO2. Jay Z, 136 flights, 6,981 tons of CO2. Alex Rodriguez, A Rod, 106 flights, 5,342 tons of CO2, except when there's bad weather and then he has to rent a car and drive home to the wife and the kids. If we've all seen the commercial. Blake Shelton, one hundred and eleven flights, four thousand four hundred and ninety-five uh, tons of CO two. So he's had a lot of flights, but uh, short distances, I guess. Uh, Spielberg sixty-one flights, a little over four, almost four and a half thousand tons. Kardashian fifty-seven flights, four thousand. Uh, Wahlberg has hundred one flights, three thousand seven hundred seventy-two tons. Oprah has sixty-eight flights, three thousand four hundred ninety-three flights. Okay, so I mean that's not bad. I, really, I don't care. I, I, it makes no difference to me. I think the Earth will be just fine. Okay? So, uh, whatever Taylor. If Taylor wants to fly around the world and see uh, Travis. And if Travis wants to fly around the world and see Taylor, good for them. Just don't tell me that I have to cut back on my usage. Okay? Just please don't tell me I have to cut back on mine. You do you so I'm reading this story about Bella Ramsey the actress or actor from The Last of Us and she was in the Game of Thrones too uh, as uh, Mormont, that was her name in uh, Game of Thrones she was Mormont, she ran things at once, anyway uh, so this article is talking about how when she got offered uh, the job on Last of Us uh, the first thought was, uh oh Uh, she said, sure, it was the lead into one of the most hyped video game adaptations of all time. Yeah. Uh, sure, it was a role in which hundreds of other teenagers had fought tooth and nail on an HBO show with bigger budget than Game of Thrones. Yes, but I was very aware, says the 20 year old, that this was going to propel me to a level of fame and recognition that you can't come back from. I was saying goodbye to my anonymity that's petrifying and it goes on to talk about uh how she got the gig and how busy she is and you know she wants to uh she wants to she'd like to have a day where everything's not worked out she likes riding the tube she likes to feel normal uh but she loves working on the set and she loves working you know obviously if she's not working she says she feels like she's missing something got it but in this article. She says that um, I'm neurodiverse. Uh, she always suspected for years that they were neurodiverse. They'd hung out with adults on the set. Uh, they weren't there. So now she's neurodiverse. And I'm like, okay, well, what the heck is Neurodiverse. Okay, so just so you know. uh, Neurodiverse. Displaying or characterized by autistic or other neurologically atypical patterns of thought of behavior. Not neurotypical. The intended audiences for the courses include both neurodiverse and neurotypical students. Huh. Okay. Now, neurodiversity uh, is a word used to explain the unique ways people's brains work. Well everyone's brain develops similarly. No two brain function just alike. Being neurodivergent means having a brain that works differently from the average or neurotypical person. I think I'm neurodiverse. I think I'm gonna start counting myself as neurodiverse because I feel that way. I feel like my brain works differently from the average or neurotypical person. So Bella, uh I am just like you. We can be narrow diverse together. Who died today? Who died today? Well, we have stand-up comedian, Kenny DeForest. He had performed on Late Night with Seth Meyers and The Late Late Show with James Corden. He has passed away at the age of 37, 37. Now, don't look at me like that. you like, say, so, there you go, another one, 37. No, uh, he was hit uh, while riding his uh, bicycle. He was hit by a car. Uh, by riding his bicycle in Brooklyn. Oh, okay, very sad. <laughs> so he uh, he passed away at the age of 37. Rest in peace, Kenny DeForest. Okay, is it just me or I don't understand this. Okay, so uh, Supreme Court Justice, former Supreme Court Justice Sandra Day O'Connor, uh, passed away on December 1st all right 17 days ago or 18 days ago if you're listening live today is the 18th of december 2023 she is now being laid in state or laid at the supreme court building her coffin is there uh, at uh, at the supreme court in washington dc it's been 18 days just dragging this lady around the country and is set in her coffin. <laughs> I mean, do we think she's really in there? I don't know. It's just, I find that kind of strange. I'm good. I'm glad that we're paying our respects to Sandra Day O'Connor. She lived an amazing life. She deserves to have that respect paid to her. I just find it interesting that it's been a long, it feels like a long time uh, since she passed away. I know it's only been 18 days. But uh, now we're still we're dragging her around into D.C. so she can we can have people traipsed by that coffin I don't know just really really weird it's just me okay never mind speaking of Washington DC that reminds me of uh President Biden who was in Delaware uh, this weekend and they, he was coming out of his campaign office and there was an accident. Some guy rammed into one of the vehicles protecting the president. Not right next to the president. You know, they shut down the road and it was a car that was blo- was one of the president's uh, motorcade cars that was blocking the road that the president's motorcade was on. It's a nightmare to travel around with the president's motorcade around. I mean, he travels with I don't know, like 80 to 100 cars and he can't travel anywhere without an ambulance and everything. You know, it's, it's a nightmare anyway so they're walking out of the building and this car slams into one of the vehicles and you hear the crash and you hear the reporter he the the and he's you're in the wrong polls uh, uh, you're in the wrong polls and uh, then the car smashes but the my thing is is that i hope we're protecting the president better than what it seemed like they were protecting because he just stops and everybody stops, and I know we know what a, what a car crash sounds like, but it just seems uh, a little weird that we just stopped, we didn't, uh, we didn't do anything, Jill was already in the car, in the vehicle, and then they realized, oh crap, we're supposed to be pre- protecting the president, and they get him up into the car. Now, getting him up into the car is an ordeal, because uh, you don't, you know, are you going to pick the old man up and throw him in there? I think you do. Because it looked like they were just waiting. He steps up, puts his head up higher than the vehicle as he's getting into the vehicle. And that's a good way for something bad to happen. Uh, it just seemed to, the whole thing was really strange. And uh, I'm, I'm glad that the President of the United States is okay. I don't want anything bad to happen to him. I don't necessarily want him in office. But I don't want anything bad to happen to the band. And it was just strange. I guess the guy was drunk or high or whatever and just slammed into the vehicle and The president was never really in uh, any harm's way, which is good. But I just found it really strange how the Secret Service reacted to that. Uh, I hope that we uh, go ahead and review that in the next Secret Service meeting, because I feel like that's not the best way to protect the president. But again, maybe it's just me couple of headlines from the pope uh you know him you love him uh pope francis i see where he called for a global treaty to regulate artificial intelligence which he said is a risk to our survival and then uh, today it's reported that uh the pope has formally approved allowing priests to bless same-sex couples huh weird i thought that uh being uh you're not supposed to act on that as a As a Catholic, as a practicing Catholic. Anyway, uh, uh, priests are to bless same sex couples with a new document explaining a radical change in Vatican policy. Yeah, because that's not what the church stands for. (laughs) Oh, silly. Uh, He insists that people uh, seeking God's love and mercy shouldn't be subject to an exhaustive moral analysis. See, here's the thing. (laughs) <laughs> uh i love uh i love the idea that uh you're seeking god's love absolutely you should be able to seek god's love all you want right but you shouldn't be subject to an exhaustive moral analysis i mean that's the whole point behind these religions right is the moral analysis i just uh just uh well good news good news for uh the same-sex couples who want to be blessed by a priest and a Catholic Church? Uh, you can now be blessed because heaven forbid, heaven forbid, that you are subject to an exhaustive moral analysis. Man, uh, do I hate that! <laughs> uh, am I right? All right, no one wants that exhaustive moral analysis. <laughs> wow i thought that's what the whole the pope thing was all about this is why i ran in the first place and now it's just uh it's just the pope dream get it i killed me i killed me oh uh we gotta add one more to this segment though because uh, he's not dead yet uh and i so he's but he's still under the umbrella of who died today uh nba legend kareem abdul jabbar uh, is recovering from surgery over the weekend. It comes as the 76-year-old broke his hip in a fall at an L.A. concert on Friday. Uh Whoa. I mean, did he break his hip, or did his hip break and he fell? Did he fall and break his hip, or did his hip break and then he fell? I feel like that's a, that's a fine line. Anyway, uh, normally, uh, when people break their hip, although Kareem's been... You know, I don't know. He's, I guess he's in pretty good shape for a seventy-six-year-old. I guess I don't know what else he's got going on. Normally, when uh, elderly people either break their hip and fall, or fall and break their hip, that's a bad sign. Uh, that's a bad sign. That means they're headed toward the, uh, the 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 death end of the Who Died Today umbrella, rather than the sick, almost dead end of the Who Died Today umbrella. But good luck, Kareem. Uh, fan of yours forever. Uh, You know, when you play in front of the Milwaukee Bucks and the Los Angeles Lakers, and I mean, you're the man. So, uh, good luck to Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, who fell and... Now, the the story says he fell and broke his hip. It doesn't say that his hip broke and then he fell uh, this past weekend. Hope everything uh, comes out okay. Uh, No, I do. I hope everything comes out okay. Stop it. So the launch time is coming up. Uh, The launch time for the upcoming Enterprise and Tranquility Flights has been announced. United Launch Alliance has scheduled the launch for 1.49 a.m. on December 24th. And they want to be sure that you understand that it's uh, occurring during the night between the 23rd and the 24th, not the night before Christmas, okay? DNA samples from presidents George Washington, Dwight D. Eisenhower, John F. Kennedy, uh, they're going off into deep space on the Celestis Memorial Spaceflight. The project is being carried out in conjunction with the United Space Alliance. The spaceflight, named Enterprise uh, after Star Trek, will not only carry DNA and hair samples from late presidents; it's also going to contain DNA samples from Star Trek creator Gene Roddenberry, his wife. Uh, and uh, actors uh, Nichelle Nichols and DeForest Kelly. Uh, It's going to be a Star Trek packed flight. It's also going to carry Star Trek actor James Doohan's ashes into space. Wow! Uh, So the flight is also going to contain the remains of 150 others who have been placed on the flight by loved ones as a memorial. The samples will be on the ULA Vulcan Center rocket. That will establish Solar orbit, 150 to 300 million miles in deep space, becoming the world's first true outpost of humanity in the cosmos with its memorial flights. Uh, (laughs) I like it's a good sales pitch though, because that's what they say on their website. It's going to be the world's first true outpost of humanity. And the cosmos with memorial space flights, yeah. Uh, I don't know how much uh, the Star Trek people paid, but the regular people pay about twelve to uh, thirteen thousand dollars to be on this thing. I don't think that covers it. Maybe it does. Maybe it does. Uh, you know, maybe they maybe they made their money back. But uh, let's see. What what have we got here? We've got a hundred and fifty others at what twelve thousand apiece. So 12 times, I mean, 150 times 12,500 is uh, $1,875,000. I feel like uh, it costs more than that to shoot that thing into space. But so maybe we charge Gene and the rest of the Star Trek actors a little bit more. I don't know. Maybe we charge the 150 others more. I, I, you know, I don't know. But uh, it blasts off uh, soon, right? Uh, December 24th. Uh, not Christmas Eve, though. Okay, one forty nine a.m. December twenty fourth. So you got that look to look forward to if you were someone you love, or is on the space. Well, if it's you, I mean, <laughs> you wouldn't really be hearing me, would you? But if you someone you love is on the flight, and they haven't told you that the Celestus Memorial Space Flight is going to uh, take off uh, on uh, December twenty fourth at one forty nine a.m., now you know. And if you're thinking about going to space without actually going to space, you could go to oh Las Vegas. Let's say you could go see the Sphere. I see where last week uh, Fontainebleau, uh, Las Vegas, opened on the Strip. Uh, 67 stories tall. It's the tallest occupiable. I got to say this right. It's the tallest occupiable building in Nevada. Occupiable. Say that word right. Say it with me. Occupiable. It is the tallest occupiable building in Nevada. The only other state whose tallest occupiable building is a casino, is Mississippi. Am I crooked letter, crooked letter I, crooked letter, crooked letter I, humpback, humpback I, with the Beau Rivage Casino Hotel in Biloxi. That is 29 floors, just a tad lower than the 67 stories of the Fontainebleau Las Vegas, I would say, just a tad, tad lower. Uh, 29 floors, but less than half actually and then congratulations to uh, los angeles's uh, sofi stadium they're going to host another super bowl in 2027 so congratulations to sofi as they will host another super bowl super bowl lxi in 2027 i mean we're in vegas this year and then we're gonna be in uh santa clara Levi stadium home of the san francisco 49ers super bowl 60 that's uh, that gets to be a, the super bowl and then 61 obviously back at sofi so what's the problem with florida i mean california making everybody come to california i mean let's let's bring some people back to florida shall we i watch those florida games you know tampa tampa bay miami jacksonville and uh, i miss florida more and more every time i watch those stupid games all right so i'll leave you with this this is information you can use this is (laughs) unlike all the other information that i've given you today this is information you can actually use uh either for your own personal use or share it and uh, use it at the party this year okay So at the New Year's Eve party. Uh, So if you play In the Air Tonight by Phil Collins on December 31st at 11.56.40 p.m. In the Air Tonight, Phil Collins on December 31st at 11.56.40 p.m. The classic drum break will play right as the clock strikes midnight happy new year and then you can pop the champagne and have all kinds of fun while the rest of in the air tonight plays so remember start the song at 11 56 40 p.m. according to this and uh, that drum break the classic drum break will strike right at midnight You're welcome. Stream and subscribe to more Blaze Media content at theblaze.com slash podcasts.